Welcome to Living Authentically After 55. I'm Karen Kroll, and I'm your host. Time seems to have gone by so fast this year. Spring and summer are just a blur to me, but fall is my favorite time of year, and I'm enjoying the farmer's harvests, cooler weather, and the beautiful beginnings of the leaves turning colors. This time of year has always been very symbolic for me. It's not just a time for harvest and reaping the good from your labors, but also a time to get rid of or let go of the old, unproductive things as well. A separating of dross, so to speak. So for this week's Motivation for Momentum, I'd like to introduce you to one of the methods I use to let go of things that aren't beneficial or are a hindrance in my life. Honestly, I wish I would have learned this method when I was really young. It would have made my life much easier. I've used this technique many times with those I've counseled, and the results are always amazing, especially when you see how simple it is. It's called the Sedona Method and consists of five basic questions to ask yourself when you need to let go of something that's limiting or holding you back. Before I get to the questions, I want you to consider some things. As you grow older, there can be a tendency to have underlying concerns or worries toward things that really can consume a lot of your thoughts, time, and energy, and strip you of living fully and happily in the present. The types of concerns I'm referring to are often what-if thoughts. For instance, what if my health gets bad? What if I run out of money? What if I can't drive anymore? These are legitimate concerns that at some point need to be addressed and planned for. But when you're always thinking about those types of things, especially if the chances of those things happening are way off in the future, they can have a very negative effect and stop you from living fully and authentically in the present. Then there's the day-to-day experiences that you may let fester that will drag you down. Perhaps someone cut in front of you or said an unkind word and you keep replaying the incident in your mind. Or maybe you have something or someone that offended you a long time ago, but you keep hanging on to it. And it is and has been affecting your attitude and experiences negatively for years, months, days, and today. If you apply this method to these types of situations, you'll live a happier and freer life. Over a lifetime, way too much time, attention, and energy are spent on worrying about things that most likely will never happen, or things that happened but should no longer matter. Every single person has these types of experiences. Some are just better at letting go than others. There are many ways to let things go, and if you found something that works for you, share it with others. But no single method works on every issue every time, so I encourage you to try this method as well. I want to point out that the reason these thoughts and experiences affect us so much is because we attach feelings and emotions to them. There are three ways to handle these emotions and feelings. First, you can suppress them. This is also referred to as stuffing them. Secondly, you can express them. However, that usually includes anger and yelling. The third alternative is to let them go in a healthy, balanced way. By momentarily stopping the energy of those thoughts and feelings, you can allow them to leave. If you've ever watched a young child when they fall, they'll often stand up and look around. If someone's watching, they'll cry and run to them. But if no one's watching them, they'll let it go and move on. That's the way we're all wired. But as we grow up, we get conditioned to stuff things and not let go. There are five ways to let go. The first way is choosing to let the feeling or emotion go. 
The second is to acknowledge the feeling and allow it to be present. This is referred to as welcoming the feeling. The third is to go to the core of the feeling. The fourth is to embrace both sides of the issue or belief causing the feeling. And the fifth way helps you discover the beingness that you already are here and now. Because I'm only introducing you to this method, I won't go into the third, fourth, and fifth way. All these may seem a bit confusing, so I want you to do this quick exercise to demonstrate the different ways. Put a pen, pencil, or some small object in your hand that you wouldn't hesitate to drop. Now, hold the object really tight in front of you and pretend that this is one of your limiting feelings and your hand represents your gut or consciousness. If you hold the object long enough, it will start to feel uncomfortable, but also familiar. Now, open your hand and roll the object around in your hand. Notice that you're the one holding the object and that it isn't attached to you. The same is true with your feelings. We forget that our feelings aren't us. Even in the way we talk, we'll say, I'm mad, or I'm sad, instead of, I'm feeling mad, I'm feeling sad. The reality is, feelings are not who we are. Now, holding on to the object, turn your hand over, then open your hand, and let the object fall to the ground. That's called releasing, and it's the same thing that you do when you choose to release a feeling or emotion. If you walked around with your hand open, it would be hard to hold on to an object. Eventually, it would fall out of your hand. This is what happens when you welcome a feeling. You're basically opening your consciousness, which allows the feeling to fall away by itself. Now imagine magnifying that object. The bigger it gets, the more empty space you notice until it seems like nothing is really there. The same happens when you go past the surface of your emotion until you find silence and peace. Now look at your object and notice how it's defined by opposites. In other words, you can only perceive the object by also noticing the space around it. Emotions are the same. You have opposites, happy and sad, love and hate, excited and fearful, etc. When you welcome both sides instead of clinging to one and resisting the other, they both dissolve, leaving space for peace. Keeping all of this in mind, here are the five questions you're going to ask yourself when you'd like to feel better about an emotional issue or problem. What is your now feeling? Could you welcome and allow that feeling? Could you let it go? Would you let it go? And when? Those questions seem pretty simple, and they are. So let's break it down. First, focus on an issue or feeling that you'd want to feel better about, and then allow yourself to feel that emotion in the moment. Ask yourself what you're now feeling about this topic. Next, welcome any feeling and any sensations, sounds, thoughts, or pictures that arise with that feeling. To change a feeling, it has to be present. So allow yourself to experience the feeling or emotion. Next, ask yourself if you could let this feeling go. It doesn't matter if you say yes or no. What matters is being honest. I've seen people get a release even when they've genuinely said no. No matter what you answer, go to the next question. Would you let go of the feeling? Again, you must be honest. No matter what your answer, go to the last question. When will you let it go? Repeat the steps as often as necessary to let go. If you struggle to let go, give yourself permission to hold on to it for a little while longer. 
Often, this will bring freedom to let go. Another option if you're struggling is to ask yourself if you could let it go for 10 seconds or some small amount of time. Then each time you do the questions, increase the time and soon you'll realize that if you can let it go for any length of time, you can permanently let it go. So here's an example. Let's say someone betrayed your trust. Here's the process. What am I feeling? I'm feeling angry and hurt. Can I acknowledge and welcome this anger and hurt? Yes. Could I let this anger and hurt go? Yes. Will I let it go? No, I don't feel ready to yet. When will you let it go? I don't know. Now repeat the steps. This time, I'm going to add the technique of letting go for just a short period of time. What am I feeling? I'm feeling angry and hurt. Can I acknowledge and welcome this anger and hurt? Yes. Could I let this anger and hurt go? Yes. Will I let it go? No. Will I let it go for a minute? Yeah, sure, I can let it go for a minute. When will you let it go? Now. Wait a minute and then repeat and increase the time. Again, once you experience letting it go for a minute, 10 minutes, or 20 minutes, you'll realize the lack of value to holding on and find it easy to let go and move on. This technique works on any size problem. I know it seems simplistic, but honestly, that's why it's effective. There's much more information online, and there's even a book to help you understand even more about the Sedona Method. You can also message me on Facebook from the Living Authentically After 55 group page, and I'd be happy to help you further. Try it out, lighten your emotional load, and have a great week. 